The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number three, right here, right now, live on a Thursday on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. Our third and final hour up until 11 a.m. Eastern. As we get you set for the final month of this NFL regular season, 14 weeks in the books, 18 weeks in the regular season, 15th week starts tonight on a Thursday in Las Vegas between the Raiders and the Chargers. We'll look at the season for both the Bolts and the Pirates and what it means entering this final month because the Raiders are what we expected, although we probably did not think Aiden O'Connell would be the starting quarterback for the majority of this season. The Chargers far off what the expectation and optimism has been the last three, four seasons in Los Angeles. And now Justin Herbert with the fractured right index finger on his throwing hand out for the remainder of 2023. We'll preview Thursday night football. We'll look around the NFL entering this final month and the two most premier NBA handicappers on this network coming your way up next here as hour three rolls on. Yeah, we're ready for all the smoke here on this, which includes a banger of a Thursday night football game, which again, profitability is the key. Ben, we can watch a game that's 6-3. If you made a profit, it might be the Picasso of your season here. So just because we're not expecting fireworks tonight doesn't mean you can't produce profits. And I know we're going to do that here. You don't need to tell me that, Donnie Wrightside. I profited every time the Iowa Hawkeyes had a historical under Mm. this year. All five of the games that had a historically low over-under for Iowa that went under, I bet the under, and I made some money. Let's welcome in our SportsGrid radio audience here to hour number three of the early line on SportsGrid. You're listening on Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. He is Donnie. I am Ben. So we 15 the final month of this nfl regular season kicks off tonight in viva las vegas it's aiden o'connell and his raiders it's easton stick and his chargers stick the former quarterback from north dakota state the native of omaha nebraska that played his high school football at creighton preparatory school yes i know all of that for the junior jays makes his nfl first career start of his time in the national football league But he's not a young pup, Donnie. He's been with the Chargers since he was drafted back in 2018. He has appeared in two regular season games in his career. Once, briefly in 2020, and then last week filling in for Herbert for a good majority of the game in so far. Denver Broncos, yes, L.A. did lose outright as a pregame two-and-a-half-point favorite, but he was 13 of 24, was stick for 179 yards. So we'll get a look at this game in just a moment, but it's a microcosm of this year to see Aiden O'Connell lead the Raiders out there, to see Easton Stick lead the Chargers out there, to see both of these clubs, three games below 500 at 5-8, and eight, knowing, Donnie, that one in Los Angeles certainly did not live up to expectations and the Raiders have had another tumultuous season that led to the firing of Josh McDaniels on Halloween. Yeah, for me, coming into the season, I thought the Chargers would be able to battle for the AFC West. I thought they were a surefire playoff team from the talent in the secondary to the linebackers to the front seven they have on defense and then to your offense. You have legitimate wide receivers across the board. You have a solid offensive line and one of the best young and -and up-and-coming quarterbacks who just got paid and you expected big things from. Not even to mention Austin Eckler, who had a little bit of a snap fill in the offseason. I don't know if I want to play here. Got brought back on a little bit different deal. He was happy. This team was full go, ready to go, expected to do damage 
damage this year. The only thing they've damaged is their own reputation and their own record Trump. at this point heading down the stretch where you are going to have a new head coach next year and you're going to have a lot of players probably switching teams here. It just didn't work out, that experiment. And quite frankly, we all expected it probably to work out. This was a team building. Okay, you don't like the coach, still make the playoffs. You know, one year call a timeout so you don't make the playoffs here. And then you have this yeah. season, which is an absolute train wreck. The coach can't survive here. I'm interested to see who they bring in because the talent is there to excel. They just haven't been able to find that person. And that's why when we asked the public to end out hour number two, which season has been more disappointing, the Chargers or the Raiders, a landslide like Fleetwood Mac used to say yeah. in favor, but not in a good way for L.A. More than 88% of the public saying the Bolts have had the miss more disappointing season. And it's hard to blame them because let's start there. As Donnie alluded to, every year, Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley have been together. There have been optimism for this Chargers team to maybe knock the Chiefs off their perch in the AFC West or if unable to do that to Kansas City, at least be a playoff team in the AFC and contend for a conference crown. They made the playoffs last year. They went to Jacksonville, who was a nine-win football team, and they were up 27-zip late in the first half before a crumbling defeat, one of the largest and historic comebacks we have seen in NFL postseason history, and the Bolts season came to a close rather rapidly. But you'll see the odds. Nine and a half was the win total for L.A. entering this year. The over had the juice. Updated, that's five and a hook. To make the playoffs in a competitive AFC, the Chargers were favored at a nearly dollar and a half price. Now it's off the board. They're not eliminated from postseason contention, but they're the dog tonight in Las Vegas, and there are so many teams in front of them at seven and six and beyond. The Bolts are not going to see the postseason, certainly not with Easton Stick as they're now starting quarterback, and that's no shot at stake. It's just the path LA has to go to. So the questions for the Chargers, Donnie, are not so much how do they game plan tonight. It's the future. It's the offseason entering 2024, and both you and I believe, Brandon, and Staley is not going to return as their head coach this next NFL season. And you also take a look at Kellen Moore, who was brought over to try to be that offensive yeah. guru to sort of supercharge that Chargers offense. That hasn't happened. Now, granted, you can look into this and say, we've been incredibly banged up. And I understand that. Even if you have a broken finger, whether it's on your throwing hand or not, that's still going to be a hinder here to the quarterback trying to even take yeah. snaps under center or even in the shotgun. And then you see the injury to the throwing hand, which shuts down Herbert for the rest of the way. But also, when you take a look at heading down the stretch, do we think Keenan Allen would have missed this game with a heel injury if this was a battle nope. for the playoffs and we think we're going places no they're like hey man you're a big part of our franchise let's not make this worse than what it is sit this week out and quite frankly maybe even an ir if you take a loss to the raiders tonight which i do believe certainly is a legitimate chance here it's just a season that went way off the tracks for the chargers so looking at that poll here for the sports grid network 88 percent of the votes coming in on the yeah. chargers it should be that lopsided absolutely and Brandon Staley has remained in the idea that he is calling the defensive plays. He was a defensive coordinator for Sean McVay at the other L.A. squad before becoming the head coach. In the three years under Staley, the Bolts have allowed nearly 24 points per game on average. That's sixth worst in the National Football League moving forward. A lot of questions for the Chargers moving forward. The Raiders have had a disappointing season, but it's not like they're well off the pace of their preseason win total. That that was six and a half updated it's still six and a half they were not favored to make the playoffs as you can see yes it led to the dismissal of Josh McDaniels midway through this year on Halloween but the Raiders are going to get pretty close to that win total they're favored to get their sixth win of the year tonight with three more games left they still might go over that expectation in the preseason the NBA handicap coming your way up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Live right here on this Thursday on the early line on Sports Grid. Yes, week 15 of the NFL season kicks off tonight, but there's a seven-game slate around the association. What a week it has been in the NBA. Draymond Green's third ejection of the year, suspended indefinitely by the NBA's league office yesterday. We saw the scuffle or whatever it was, the post-game confrontation between Tyrese Halliburton, Lloyd Pierce, and the Pacers, and Giannis Antetokounmpo after a 64-point franchise record performance at home in Milwaukee wild what theatrics are we going to see on this Thursday night again seven games around the NBA and a rematch of a game we saw on Tuesday in which Boston improved to a perfect 11-0 at home they won by seven against the Cleveland Cavaliers did not cover though as a double digit favorite tonight the line under double digits nine points in favor of the C's as Boston gets ready to welcome in Cleveland once again inside TD Garden the over under for tonight's game 226 again Boston a perfect 11-0 in Beantown this year is that 12-0 tonight against the Cavs I think it can be and also that whole run it back here I like the last time the, we talked about these same two teams here I thought the Celtics would win and win by margin which would be a double digit victory I'm going to bet that same thing by the way back to back performances here by Kristaps Porzingis 21 points and 21 points here so if you're looking at him to get over that 20 point marker I think that also gets done as well but sometimes we take a look at these scheduling quirks you can use them to your advantage neither one of these teams been here on a rest disadvantage probably just staying in town for the Cavaliers and the Celtics yeah. just being at home they should be rested and ready for this one i'll also go over the total between the celtics and the cavaliers as well yeah 226 that number tonight again boston has been booked as a favorite in every game this year all 22 they've won 17 of them they are tied with a team we will discuss in just a moment for the best record in the nba yet 9 11 and 2 against the spread when booked as the favorite cleveland this will be their 10th game as the dog this year five and four against the spread including that cover albeit losing by seven on tuesday night in boston both jason tatum and jalen brown scored 25 points on Tuesday against the Cavs. Tatum's points prop 27 and a half. Browns tonight is 22 and a hook. Kristaps Porzingis also poured in 21. His points prop tonight is 20 and a half. So Boston 17 and 5 as are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tied for the best record in the NBA at this moment. Best record in the Western Conference for the T-Wolves. It's a very short spread tonight in Dallas. The Mavericks laying only a point and a half against Minnesota. They are 3-3 three and three are the Timberwolves as an underdog this year against the number, but all three covers an outright victory. In Dallas tonight, Donnie, what happens? I'm looking at the projected starting lineup this morning. As always, it's known the change in the NBA. But from a Timberwolves perspective, Connolly, Edwards, McDaniels, Towns, and Gobert. Full gas for them going up against the Dallas Mavericks. Still obviously going to be without Kyrie Irving. So if that line is sitting as a slight dog here for the Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm going to go with that slight dog Timberwolves. we got a feeling that line is sneaky low for a reason. And we might get around 3 or 4 o'clock this afternoon. One of those big guys not playing in the lineup for the Timberwolves. So I'm going to trust what I see right now now and I'm going to take the Timberwolves in this game as a slight dog yeah when you look at where Minnesota was just a few nights ago in New Orleans they lost by 14 points a vintage Zion Williamson performance for the Pelicans Minnesota was that underdog both Donnie and I thought if Anthony Edwards was in the lineup the T-Wolves could at least cover that spread they lost by 14 but that was without Anthony Edwards expected to return tonight for the Timberwolves the Mavericks this year a favorite in 17 of their games they won 13 of them outright the reason I 
tampering up the outright number is because it's only a point and a half spread tonight in Dallas. We do have to look at Luka Doncic and that points prop 33 and a half, a number that he has been over in five of, or excuse me, in four of the last five for the Mavericks. He has scored 30 plus in eight straight games and he has attempted double digit threes in five straight. His three points prop tonight, three and a half. I would look at the over in that category a good matchup of two teams on the come up in the western conference tonight in sacramento it's the kings and the thunder sacramento just a one and a half point favorite at home as well against okc that total is up there up now from 243 and a half live at 244 for the over under on fanduel yeah, it is going to be a good game. We're going to have a great tempo in this one. And we talked about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Don't look now, but the number two overall seed in the Western Conference. I do always like to take home teams when I have a chance to, particularly home teams at a shorter number when I do believe that they're going to be full tilt tonight. Fox, Herter, Barnes, Murray, and Sabonis. I love the Thunder, but I'm going to go with the Sacramento Kings tonight to light the beam here with that short price. OKC has won outright as an underdog five times this year. Again, we're talking outright numbers minus 122 money line for sacramento at home plus 104 for okc the thunder on the other side the kings have not been a great favorite even just winning games this year let alone covering numbers they've been favored 15 times already this season nine and six straight up listen when you're expected to win the basketball game even by a point that's what being the favorite is and you're nine and six when you're expected to win it's not the greatest record in the world albeit above 500 i look at demontis sabonis anytime oh uh sacramento is playing by the way and if there are defensive props available for this game later on i'm not sure the FanDuel even does steals props i think they do later on when you get into the postseason but sga Shea gilders alexander lead the NBA by a good margin in steals this year the only guy that averages more than two steals per game he's closer to three steals per game with what he can do and of course he's averaging better than 30 points per game scoring as well it's a new era for the Golden State Warriors indefinitely without Draymond Green Golden State on the road tonight in Los Angeles the California battle between the Dubs and the Clippers great headline here from the boys in the back I believe it was John Shames who had this one Dubs in Trub five and a half the spread in favor of the Clippers Donnie LA has won five in a row they have covered in three of those five games as well will the Clippers make it six in a row from an outright perspective maybe covering for a fourth time in that span you know, sometimes in the NBA, you want to sort of fade the public a little bit here because the general thought process in this game is, no, 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 the Warriors are in turmoil at this point. They're under 500, and the Clippers playing really good basketball. So I'm actually going yeah. to look at the opposite side here, which means let's take a stand here for the Golden State Warriors. To be honest, do you think inside the Warriors locker room right now, like, oh, man, there's no way we can win without Draymond. Like, no, they're not saying that here. <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, they're still all going to be out there at this point. Chris Paul is still playing. So the fact that they lost Draymond Green, yeah. I don't even mark it as a, a down spot. Like, oh, Curry's going to be out of the game. Yeah, the number is going to shift yeah. Draymond's out yeah who cares the number probably actually gets better with Draymond out of the lineup here because you won't get a technical foul and an ejection early which is the other team a couple free free throws here so I'm going to go with the Golden yeah. State Warriors I'll take those six points tonight with the Warriors yeah I laugh because it would be a very humorous image to see either yeah. the Golden State locker room start throwing things around and be like yeah. I can't believe our guy yeah. got suspended indefinitely or walking in and be like yeah that's what Draymond does. It's his 19th ejection yeah. in his 12 NBA seasons in his career. The Dubs as an underdog, only two outright wins, but seven and four against the spread. You saw a six-point number that has slightly worked back to the favor of the Warriors. It's now five and a half. And the Clippers have covered in three of these five wins, but still as a favorite this season, just nine and nine against the spread. I'm with you, Donnie. The Dubs as the dog tonight in L.A. Because it is really interesting. Overall outlook for Golden State. Three games below 500. 10 and 13 right now. Again, there is so much. Three-fourths of this NBA season still to play. But if the season did end today, the Warriors would be in that 11 spot on the outside of the play-in tournament looking in. They were favored to make the postseason before the indefinite, indefinite suspension came down yesterday. Minus 162. Now plus 104. They were still 11 to 1 to win the West 
Western Conference now 22 to 1 because of the suspension to Draymond Green so the overall outlook for the odds component for Golden State not as good tonight though does it really matter Warriors plus five and a half taking a stand for Draymond tonight in Los Angeles against the Clippers a big week in the National Football League starts right here on a Thursday up next on the early line sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's get you set for week number 15 around the National Football League in the final month of this NFL regular season in 2023. Live right here on this Thursday on the early line. I'm Ben. He is Donnie. And Boomer Esiason joins us live right here on this Thursday on TEL. On behalf of FanDuel, the former NFL MVP and the four-time NFL Pro Bowler getting you set for the final month of this regular season. Boomer, as always, we appreciate the time live right here on the early line. Great to see you guys. Thanks for having me on. So what's happening this week? Well, let's get to it because Boomer tonight is kind of a microcosm of the year for the Chargers and the Raiders, the year around the AFC in a year that has featured significant quarterback injuries all around the NFL. Of course, Justin Herbert, we learned earlier this week, out for the remainder of 2023 and this final month. The fractured right index finger on that throwing hand requires surgery. He is done for this NFL campaign. Boomer, when you look up and down the list of significant QBs that are not playing anymore Justin Herbert Joe Burrow out for the year Kirk Cousins of course the Achilles Daniel Jones Anthony Richardson Deshaun Watson Aaron Rodgers was the first just four offensive plays into 2023 that is a litany of injuries for significant quarterbacks around the NFL Boomer how would you look back on 2023 at the quarterback position was last year last year we had 68 starting quarterbacks this year i think we're up to 56 with four games to go for each team so we might catch uh, last year but uh this has been um, about as difficult as i can remember uh when i think about how many teams 17 i think out of the 32 that have had to have multiple quarterbacks play for them this year it's not what the rules mean the rules are meant to be out there to protect the quarterback and we've all seen uh questionable roughing the passer calls and uh, things of that nature and most of the rules are bent towards the offense because the NFL wants high scoring games of course but now all of a sudden we get these uh, rando guys out there that we've never heard of before like Easton Stick and now of course I've heard of them but maybe the uh, the average NFL football fan has not heard of them but Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell of course tonight and then when you look uh, Jake Browning's going to be playing Nick Mullins is going to be playing I mean there's so many guys now that are in this league that people have never heard of before but then there are guys like Tommy DeVito where all of a sudden it's a great story and he's uh, basically livened up the Giants season here so uh, you never know I know I don't want to make light of these players playing simply because I know what it means to them and what it means to them and their careers and moving forward but uh, for the average NFL fan it's not exactly what you would be tuning into tonight or expecting to tune into tonight. 
One thing that we do know, Boomer, tuning in this weekend on Saturday, it's a triple header in the NFL. Each one of those games, playoff implications all the way around. And we'll start right there with Minnesota and Cincinnati, the first game of the day. Nick Mullins starting a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings and also Browning starting here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Both of those backup quarterbacks. A line that's under a field goal here at the FanDuel Sportsbook for the Cincinnati Bengals as a favorite and a total of 40 and a half. Investing in backup quarterbacks might make the difference in making the playoffs. What do you see out of this game between the Vikings and the Bengals. Well, Jake Browning has been a revelation in Cincinnati, and Zach Taylor has basically tailored his offense around him. He doesn't throw the ball down the field a lot, but he's not afraid to throw it down the field. Most of these throws are going to be under 10 yards, and he's a guy that has a, a high rate of accuracy. He's completing about 79% of his passes. You know, he played a lot at the University of Washington, much like Brock Purdy played mm -hmm. at Iowa State. A lot of these guys have a lot of football, major big-time football underneath their belt. That's one of the reasons why I think they, they can pick up these systems, and Jake's been around for a while he's watched Joe Burrow over the last couple years so he seems to be very comfortable and I think Zach Taylor has finally unlocked what he could do well and that's one of the reasons why I think that he's playing this well but the other aspect of this team is their defense under Lou Anarumo last week played great against the Colts I would expect them to play great against Nick Mullins and the Vikings as well even though Nick actually did move the team later uh, in the game last week against the Raiders they weren't nearly explosive but I will say this all the explosive of wide receivers that you would expect to be playing in this game are going to yeah. be playing and that's the competition within the competition so with Justin Jefferson out there and Jamar Chase out there I, I kind of think that this game is going to be a little bit higher scoring than we think yeah, a big game for both teams, both at 7-6. and six. Minnesota in that NFC playoff picture that we'll look at in just a moment. The Bengals, of course, one of the six teams in the wild card hunt at 7-6 and six overall in the AFC. Jake Browning, three starts now in his NFL career. This season in 2023, a 75.5% completion percentage. Of course, Boomer, you spent the first decade of your career in Cincinnati. What shot do you give the Bengals of actually seeing the postseason in the AFC? I think because they lost so many AFC games earlier in the season and they're not they have not played well within their division I think that they are going, going to be on the outside looking in I think it's a very slight chance that they make it of course this is an NFC crossover game for them it's important for them to win of course but it doesn't carry the same weight as an AFC game and will and when you look at their finishing schedule they do end up with Cleveland and Cleveland and uh, Pittsburgh I think is are on their schedule and those are going to be tough games for them they always are tough games for them so I, I I think they laid too many eggs earlier on in the season. They're paying the price for that now, so I don't expect to see the Bengals in the uh, Super Bowl this year. Boom, let's flip it over to the NFC here. The teams that we know and we expect to be there at the end. Maybe it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, and or the San Francisco 49ers. But you still have teams like the Detroit Lions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Of those top three teams that we talk about, the Eagles, 49ers, and the Cowboys, who else has a legitimate chance to, ta to try to get into that NFC race and possibly win it? thing I don't think anybody's going to beat the 49ers if they stay healthy. As a matter of fact, uh, mm -hmm. our, uh, the record says that when Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel, and McCaffrey are all in the field together, they're 17-0. I mean, and that's really the, the key for them is staying healthy. They have the best pass rush. They have the best left tackle. They have the most accurate quarterback in the league, and they got the biggest play players in the league in Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. I could put that group of skill players up against any in the league and probably tell you that they are the best in the league at what they do. So I don't see anybody taking them out right now. I really don't. Now, uh, as far as the uh, wild cards are concerned, I'm, I actually like the Rams to make it. I think the Rams have a really mm -hmm. good shot. I think, I think Matthew Stafford's played fantastic football here down the stretch. Uh, these wide receivers are making plays all over the field for them. So for, for one of the six and seven teams to make it as a wild card, I think they have a really good chance of doing that. And I'm still going to stay with the Saints in the NFC South. I, I, I know that they have been kind of choppy, especially on offense. And I know that Derek Carr has been booed. He's been beaten. He's been battered. But I, I feel like the Saints are ready to make a run here in the month of December, which will ultimately have them winning the NFC South. 
Both the Saints and the Rams, Boomer, near a touchdown favorite at home this week, week 15, and that Sunday slate. New Orleans laying six against the New York Giants. In the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Tommy DeVito, the Rams at home, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Washington Commanders. You saw it right there. Six teams in the NFC at six and seven, including the three teams in the NFC South, the Bucks, Falcons, and Saints. Tampa Bay in that first-place position in the division right now on the road in Lambeau to start off the week 15 Sunday slate against the Packers Green Bay booked as a three and a half point favorite Boomer do you expect the pack to bounce back at home following the disappointing result Monday night at MetLife uh, yes, I do. And as a matter of fact, it was disappointing for them to lose the Tommy DeVito and the Giants. And the way that Jordan Love played and the way the Packers and you know themselves played was not great. And I think Joe Buck said it uh, during the game that this game's a mess. And it was a mess at, at one point where the ball was being dropped, fumbled, muffed, you name it. It had it pretty much everything in that game. But I do expect them to bounce back this week. I also expect them to, to win a wild card. I think the Packers have a, a schedule remaining where they should be able to win those games and to depending on what goes on around them, just like the Rams, both of those teams, I think, can at least get the nine wins. And I think at minimum, nine wins is, is what it's going to take to get into the playoffs. And right now, I know how disappointed they are this week. I know how disappointed the Philadelphia Eagles are uh, going into this week. But I also know that the Eagles' schedule sets up really good for them to finish really strong. And I would not be surprised if the Eagles end up with the NFC East uh, crown and also end up with the number two seed in the, uh, in the NFC, simply because the Cowboys have a much tougher schedule and they have to go to Buffalo this week. And I want to see them away from uh, Jerry World. And I want to see them outside, cold weather, windy conditions up in Buffalo this week to find out just how good the Cowboys really are. Boomer, perfect segue right over to what looks like the game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. The line currently a slight favorite for the Buffalo Bills at minus one and a half points, a total expected to be around 50. Give us some thoughts behind Dak Prescott going on the road and playing so well so far this season, but also a monster win for the Buffalo Bills last week over the Kansas City Chiefs. I would say right now that Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy are 1-2 in terms of the uh, quarterback MVP race. Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill uh, are right there with them, the non-quarterbacks. Uh, if Dak is able to pull this off and win this game on the road, then I think he continues his quest maybe for an MVP this season. However, Josh Allen, now the last three weeks under Joe Brady, their new offensive coordinator, has been, to me, the Josh Allen that we saw in week two, three, and four before they won on that un, uh, unfortunate road trip to London, and then was then were asked to play the week after that, and they hadn't been right since that time until the firing of Ken Dorsey. So it seems like Buffalo's got their act together. They're playing well. Their defense played well last week on the road in Kansas City, albeit got helped by an unfortunate penalty on Kadarius Toney. I do think, however, this is Buffalo's last stand, and they have been saying that. The December for them are all playoff games, and I think Josh Allen has shown the propensity in games of this nature to really play his best football. So I do like Buffalo at home this week against the Dallas Cowboys. The Bills part of that log jam in the AFC wildcard chase. Six teams at seven and six. Opportunity there for Dak Prescott. The next three games in Buffalo against the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions to win that MVP, but also opportunity to slide down the list if the results are not there. Boomer Esiason, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks for joining us on this, on this Thursday on the early line. We're back on the show next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Thursday night football, week number 15, the final month of this NFL regular season in 2023. It all starts tonight in Las Vegas between Aiden O'Connell's Las Vegas Raiders and Easton Sticks, Los Angeles Chargers. Welcome back to this Thursday Live right here on the early line, a full-blown breakdown and preview. And Donnie has said it beautifully a few times throughout this show. Just because it's not a premier marquee matchup between two teams in the wild card hunt or in the playoff picture in their respective conference like we will see in large part throughout both the Saturday triple header and the Sunday slate around the National Football League does not mean that we can't find you some profits to enjoy tonight's Thursday night football game. And that's what we will do. We will run the triple option here in this segment. Our favorite side, total, and prop for tonight's Thursday night football game. And somehow, some way, Donnie Wright's side is the biggest supercharger fan the world has seen since they left San Diego. Diego, and I'm on the pirate ship. The autumn wind into December is a Raider. We'll look at our triple option in just a moment, but let's set the stage. Three and a half point spread in favor of Las Vegas at home over under up by a point, Donnie, from where it was earlier in the week. It was 33 and a half. Now that total 34 and a half points. Yeah, and we're not going to have to worry about in the month of December, Ben, right? Okay, two bad quarterbacks, two bad teams lining up in really bad weather. At least we're not going to have that out of the way. So should get a clean environment tonight. And also, when you take a look at two teams, now whether you want to say, oh, in the playoff race or not, let's just say they're out of the playoff race, which we know neither one of these teams are going to make it here. So what do you do as an offensive coaching staff? Do you play this game so close to the vest with Easton Stick? It's like, hey, you know what? We're going to run 45 times and hope we can have a carbon copy last week of a three-to-nothing football game. No, because coaches yeah. are still coaching for their NFL lives here. What, what do you think last week that Los Angeles, excuse me, the uh, Vegas Raiders are going like, hey, you know what? If we keep this game low last week, we have a chance to win. That was an embarrassing performance. You didn't even score last week, and the team that beat you scored three points. So you're not coming into this game going like, ooh, now look, we have a team without a starting quarterback again. Let's play close to the vest and see if we can steal this one that's not going to happen more fourth down conversions more different plays that you haven't seen that's what i expect out of the game tonight and also the one key ingredient here is with easton stick he's not a rookie quarterback getting his first start thrust into right. action where we've never seen him before he's been a professional which means he knows how the work week goes he's been in a game last week here to sort of get that you know like, okay i'm back in the game flow this is used i'm used to doing this and being the starter knowing before the game where that game plan is going to put in around him here so i'm not all that worried i think we get a clean game do i expect high scoring in the high 40s not necessarily but we're not looking at this game as army navy out here where nobody's throwing a football pass hey that game went over by the way now to your point about easton stick he has been in the national football league since 2018 he has only played for the chargers either as a backup a reserve or a practice squad member of course he went to the stable of quarterbacks at the fcs level north dakota state that has produced carson wentz before stick and after stick it was trey lance he's a native of omaha nebraska i will bring that point up as many times as i'm allowed to for the remainder of this show here on on the early line but it is his first career NFL start in fact he's only appeared twice in two NFL regular season games in his career very briefly in 2020 and then last week for the majority of the game against Denver 13 of 24 for 179 yards the Chargers scored a late chippy touchdown in that football game to not be shut out they only scored six points the week before their offense hasn't been lining it up by any means I don't think it would surprise anybody Donnie to learn that both both of these teams lead the NFL in unders this year. They are two of four teams, the Raiders and the Chargers, alongside the Patriots and the Steelers, that have played 10 of their 13 games, two in under. That's where we stack up 
entering tonight. The Raiders have been booked as a favorite five times this year, both three and two straight up and against the spread. All five of those games as a favorite for Las Vegas have seen the under. The Chargers are the worst underdog team in the National Football League. The Chargers and the Cowboys, the only two teams that have not covered at least a spread this year as an underdog. The Cowboys just twice. The Chargers four times this year. 0-4 ATS as an underdog, not covering by an average margin of about four and a half points per game. The Vikings, by the way, not the Patriots, that fourth other team that have played 10 of their 13 games to an under. So let's look at where things stand around Thursday night football for both of these quarterbacks and the prop component. Aiden O'Connell, his passing yards prop tonight, Donnie, against Los Angeles is up there in the 180s. Last I checked, it was 180 and a half. Now it's up to 194 in a hook. Easton stick at 184 and a half maybe I was looking at the wrong numbers this is the seventh start of the year for Aiden O'Connell the rookie quarterback out of Purdue he does have some of that balance he does have some of that pedigree as you compare the quarterbacks Donnie who do you think has the better night it's it's hard to say because again we're not it's not a, a one guy's at 255 yeah. the other's at 170 they're in the relatively same terms here 194 and a half and 184 and a half the better quarterback you know tonight would be the one that wins and that's what we're trying to predict here i, I don't yeah. know if there's a, an edge either way so but if, if you're just trying to break it down let's go common elements here you have a quarterback in aiden o'connell has been a starter for quite some time now this year a couple starts under his belt he's at home going against a defense you can really pass against and also he's not down ben his his top wide receiver. He's got one of the best right. wide receivers in football that he can use at his service. And also Renfro, a decent athlete. He has a solid wide receiving core. You might not have that tonight here for the Chargers. So for my money, throwing for more yards tonight, you probably give the slight edge to Aiden O'Connell, but not much, to be honest. I do think Easton Stick is going to have to chance to spin yeah. it. Put it this way, Ben. Both of these quarterbacks have over 30 attempts tonight. We're not hiding these guys. We're, hey, let's keep it to 25 or less. They'll both spin it tonight. Yeah. But I do think the big Bigger plays possibly come from Aiden O'Connell, but the only reason I'm saying that is because they have the better wide receiver on their team at Devontae Adams. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell has gone over his passing yards prop of 194 and a half in four of the six starts he has made with at least 210 through the air. To Donnie's point, the Chargers, the fourth worst passing defense in the NFL, allowing about 262 yards per game. Stick did throw for 179, taking over for Justin Herbert in that opening quarter. Maybe a couple of more possessions gets him over 184 and a half tonight in Las Vegas. Austin Eckler, by the way, did combine for 100 scrimmage yards last week and the only score of the game for LA his rushing yards prop tonight 46 and a half his receiving yards prop tonight for Austin Eckler 30 and a half a number he has been over in two of the previous three games for the Bolts let's dive in to the triple option our favorite side total and prop for Thursday night football here week number 15 again Donnie riding with the Chargers somehow some way I ended up on the ship with the Las Vegas Raiders what's your favorite side for tonight's Thursday night football game it's what one team scored seven last week one team scored no points last week so you say to yourself yeah. who actually should be favored in this game and it's by more than a field goal three and a half that's just the simple option that I'm looking at in this one do I love the Chargers no I don't do I love the Raiders to win this football game no do you have an advantage being the home team absolutely but if we're looking at this game coming down to the wire in a lower scoring game I'll take the team with the hook here because I do think you're going to get a decent yeah. performance at an Easton stick in this one so I'll take the three and a half points if this was three or less probably wouldn't be looking that direction but since it is over a field goal I'll take the team getting those points and that's the Chargers tonight so I wonder where the Raiders are right was last week a blip for a bad team that was really really bad or are we going to see the Las Vegas Raiders that looked halfway competitive in the first four games under Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach they covered in those first two they had a 14 to zip lead in the opening half against the Kansas City Chiefs in the third game under Antonio Pierce or will it be the team that did not score a single point last week at home 
home against the Minnesota Vikings. I think we're going to see a better product for the Raiders. But to Donnie's point, I'm not laying more than a field goal with this team. We mentioned it. The Raiders have been booked as a favorite five times this year, three and two, both straight up and against the spread. But they have never laid more than that three-point field goal number. The hook could be pivotal. I'll do my winning margin fun, Donnie, because I don't really think there's a right side in this game. One to 13 points. That's what Las Vegas wins by. It's plus 115. Now, here's the interesting part about it tonight, which you, which you went over there. It's the fact about these two different teams going in different directions. They both think they're not going to make the yeah. playoffs. I've already said that. But right. one team has already resigned to the fact, let's get the cancer out of the locker room, which apparently was Josh McDaniels, and let's move in Antonio yeah. Pierce, which immediately the players actually like that. So they're playing for him. Now, also, when you talk about the air finally being out of the bubble, the Chargers still had playoff aspirations as early as or late as last week, let's just say. Now they're coming into this game going, Keenan Allen, you're out. Our starting quarterback he's out here we know we have a lame duck head coach what's the motivation in the locker room for the chargers tonight that's what, now granted yeah. there's no professional players they're on tape they're supposed to play up to their contract abilities and even if they're not on this team next year you better know teams are going to take a look at games like this and say what type of motors this guy have did he just give up when the season was over or did he continue to play that's the only thing i have as objections tonight yeah. for the chargers is we might get a real lame duck team tonight for them we showed you what the expectations were for both clubs entering this year. Yeah. The Chargers favored to see the postseason a win total of nine and a half. It has been a large disappointment. The Raiders have had another tumultuous year in the firing of Josh McDaniels on Halloween, but there's still a chance the Raiders go over the win total. Six and a half was the preseason number. They've won five games. They're favored to make that six wins tonight. Neither team eliminated yet from AFC playoff contention. We don't expect either to be in the postseason, but maybe Antonio Pierce uses some of that motivation like hey crazier things have happened let's knock off a divisional foe tonight in los angeles the total has worked its way up 33 and a half to 34 and a half six of the seven primetime games in the last two weeks donnie have hit the over we're going to see some points tonight I don't know how many points we're going to see, but it is really low. So if my thought process sort of correlates here, right, I think the Chargers will be in this game with a legitimate chance to win it. But I don't think they're going to be in the game with a legitimate chance to win it, let's just say, if they scored 10 points. Even if, oh, last yeah. week, three points was able to beat the Raiders. It's still going to get so – both of these teams will be in the teens. So if I think they're going to win this game, I have to go along with their team total over 15 and a half, which, again, isn't a lot of points at all. And also, from a right. perspective of Kellen Moore, you have stick at quarterback. I do think you are going to be aggressive here on offense and not saying aggressive meaning we have to throw the ball deep fourth and ones fourth and twos plus side of the field you're going to be going for these here so that's where i'm going to hang it here if i think the Chargers are hanging around they're going to have to score into the teens 15 and a half they should be able to get that total tonight we saw an offensive explosion early on last week with one of the lowest totals we had seen in the last 30 years in the NFL. The Patriots had scored 21 points in the first 22 minutes of the game. I'm following that trend. First quarter over six and a half. We need a touchdown from either team or we need a couple of field goals from both teams. In the three of the first four games under Antonio Pierce, the Raiders scored at least a touchdown. All four games outside of last week went over six and a half in the first quarter. Let's not forget the Raiders had a 14-zip lead over Kansas City at home just a few weeks ago. First quarter over six and a half. Now our favorite props of the night. Donnie, you go first. Favorite props here tonight, easy. Josh Palmer over 32 and a half receiving yards. I'll keep this short and sweet here. Keenan Allen's out. He gets like 15 targets a game. And also you have a guy coming yeah. back from injury who before he got injured, let's take a look at that game against the Chicago Bears and remove it. Seven targets, seven targets, eight targets, and seven targets, which included 66 yards, 77 yards, 66 yards, and 133 yards. And trust me, I know wow. the starting quarterback is out. He's still going to get targets. 32 and a half? That's three targets, Ben. Let's go. They're both in there working together. They've got all the practice reps this yep. week together as the ones, Josh Palmer and Easton Stick. Mine is Devontae Adams, over 68 and a half receiving yards. I'll tell you why. When we give you a best bet, entering week 15 on this Thursday on the early line on sports. Come back and join us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, no. Oh, no. Scary hours here on the early line. I just revealed a part of my personal life to Donnie Wrightside, my co-host, and I think I'm going to take some slack for it. Before we go, we do want to say, make sure you download the Sports Grid app. It is always here, even after Donnie and I end out these three hours together. Scan that QR code on your screen in a matter of moments. All of our insight and information in the palm of your hand. Do you even want to give out a best bet, or do you just want to roast me? Yeah, well, here's the part of it. Now, you know, sometimes in the courtroom, you get that late evidence and the defense needs about 24 hours to digest <laughs> what they actually just saw come into the courtroom here. Yeah. I think I need that. I want to have a rebuttal, I don't think, for 24 okay. hours in this one. I got to let this sink in, so we'll leave it there. All right. I will get all the personal doings of my life straight. I will have my rationale ready. It will be a little treat to send you into the weekend on a football Friday. So we'll give you a five-star play that's available in the Sports Grid app. Those are known as best bets here on this show. Before we say farewell and goodbye, it is time for Bye Bye Bye. The defense for this Thursday rests, so let's give the people a best a best bet. Donnie, what do you like tonight in Thursday night football? Yeah, actually, Thursday night football, we're going to be lined up. Let's flip it real quickly back to the NBA. I oh, told oh. you I thought the Celtics would win and win by margin tonight in back-to-back games for Kristaps Porzingis at 21 points. Guess what? If he scores 21 points again tonight, he's going to be a winner. The FanDuel Sportsbook has it listed at 20 and a half. I'll take the over for Kristaps Porzingis. And DRS, you will see him later on Pro Football Today. Tonight, the Thursday Night Football Edition with Kevin Walsh and Joe Lisi. I'm sure he'll break down why he likes Josh Palmer over 32 and a half receiving yards. That was his favorite prop. My favorite prop, Devontae Adams over 68 and a half receiving yards. He has been targeted at least seven times in all six of Aiden O'Connell's starts. He has gone over 68 and a half in four of those six. In every game, he has seen double-digit targets they are going to feed him the football tonight over 68 and a half for Devontae Adams we'll see you tomorrow on a football Friday starting at 8 a.m. Eastern live right here on the early line at Amica Insurance we know it's more than just a car it's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive the hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.